Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Need expert advice on your family's health? Speak to us today at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. I'm joined now by Leisha McGrath, chartered psychologist, coach and shaman. And welcome back, Leisha. And what we're going to talk about today is community, uh, which is one of your uh, kind of themes that we've touched on a a little bit. So I suppose it was midterm last week, right? But it was one of those school breaks where most life was going on as normal. Most of the adults were still at work and stuff. So uh, there was a lot of juggling and a lot of people needing a dig out. And we know that thing of it takes a village to raise a child. But for lots of people, there's no village anymore, is it? Has community kind of gone a bit for this generation? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we know that for many reasons, economic, war, climate, people are moving. And and at a time when maybe we need community more, when we're busy trying to juggle work, kids, aged parents, whatever it is, dogs, you know, (laughs) whatever Mm. it is that we have in our lives, we do seem to have less and less community. People are moving to places where they don't have natural ties or or long-standing familial ties and it can be harder and harder for people to build those bridges and actually uh, start to engender a sense of community where they live. Yeah. Um, Whatever about reaching out, do people find it hard to ask for help? I think there's a couple of sides of this. In in my work, I meet a lot of people who don't actually kind of nearly realise they need help because they're so busy. They're just keeping okay. on going. And if they would stop, they might realise, you know, it, I think they feel that the, the wheels will come off a little bit. So I think there's a lot of that. I would call it the self-connection phenomenon where people don't even realise that they have a self to be connected to all the way up to, OK, actually, I'd never lose myself. But people more and more are lost in this treadmill of trying to keep it all going. And I think maybe when they realise that they need help, then it's the next set of skills that they need to learn. How do I ask for help? So I think there's a few sides to it. Mm. Is social media part of it as well these days that like everyone else is coping and look at the lives they have and look at the houses and all of that kind of thing? I I think there's an element of it. But I think, you know, there was always the Joneses down the road. And I think people are looking at, you know, well, she's coping, he's coping. What's wrong with me? And we tend to internalise and blame ourselves. I think social media can absolutely hold up a a, a kind of a fake mirror in terms of what life is really like for people. But it can also be brilliant to build community. I know on my page, I've, you know, lovely people that chat and build community and, and share. And that's really brilliant. And I and I actually run workshops where I encourage just for women. um, I've some starting on Tuesday online, but I I, it's it's about building community. It's about women coming together, learning these skills of how to build this self connection and how to build community. Yeah. Whether it should or shouldn't, is it women are more affected by the kind of atomization of communities in society? I think that it, that's probably true, regrettably. I think it is starting to change. But I think because most women are still doing the lion's share of their traditional women's work, as well as um, maybe going out to work more. But I know we know from the data around retirement, for example, that men find it more difficult to retire because they haven't built up this community, whereas women mm-hmm. tend to try and make more forays into the local community, maybe not as much as they need, but certainly more so than men do because they are, you know, maybe be at the supermarket or, or you know, picking up the kids from crash or whatever it is. And um, the, at the, the nursing there's those home. kind of soft toys that 
that we talk about. Like everyone doesn't have to be your best friend. No, but you can have, not at all. Yeah. But it's important to, be, I think particularly if you are minding young kids or if you've got an aged parent or, you know, you've got a dog or whatever it is that you're going through the same stuff with someone at the, who's going through the same stuff at the same time. You can have all the friends in the yeah. world, but if they're at work yeah. and you're at home or you're squished between, you know, different demands, it's very hard to empathise, I think. Yeah, so a commonality of experience yeah. with someone can really yeah, bring people together. Come here. It probably doesn't help, does it, that like in terms of the communities we do live in, people don't drop into people no. anymore, so they don't. The panic when the doorbell rings. <laughs> Who, who's expecting somebody? No, we yeah. don't. And I think probably because we're so overscheduled, you know, like we, we, everything has its time and you're getting ready, you're finishing up something or you're getting ready to do something else. So if somebody knocks in unexpectedly, they might delay you. you and, can and resent them, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even like if I'm having people over for dinner, I definitely don't want people to be on time. Like give me at least 10 minutes because yeah. I'm, you know, I'm likely so to be running late. not realise I'm busy? <laughs> Even God's when sake. I'm expecting them, I find it difficult. But yeah. I think that's culturally. I mean, do you remember when we would have been grown up and you'd see the older generation standing in the garden just watching the world go by? Like, how magic? You know, we didn't need mindfulness apps then because people were, were more mindful. But now I think we're so frantic. And I do think from a mental health perspective, there is this kind of background of anxiety for a lot of people This always on, always on. Yeah. And then it can be really difficult kind of if you're caught off guard and you are feeling a little bit anxious to be able to respond in the moment to that caller uh, and to enjoy it, you know. Remember people used to pass the time of day, it yeah, was called. exactly. Do you remember like, when you know, we you were might human be out in the garden, someone would come along. Yeah. And they'd start chatting about yeah. nothing and everything and How kind wonderful. of there'd be silences. And yeah, yeah. You, you use the word ease. Yeah. It's such a great word. Yeah. Like, and uh, spaciousness. The, yeah. 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 So it's about it. Yeah. And you see, this is it. I'm I'm actually I can feel myself reacting against this. Now, <laughs> it's the idea of not everything doesn't have to run to schedule like and yeah. it doesn't have to. You need to be able to stop yeah. and. Drop yeah. out, make make the room for that, yeah? Yeah, and I, I don't naturally do it either. So I have to deliberately schedule it for myself, to schedule it between clients, you know, because otherwise I'm on the clock between, between you know, I have kids and sports and, you know, we've one parent left each, both in their 80s. And, you know, you're running around trying to do as much as you can in a day. And plus we're, you know, we're, we're, conditioned to be always on. We're conditioned that we have to be busy. And I think we have to remember that we're human beings, not human doings. And that's a big, and actually people find it really difficult to stop. I often say to my clients, if you had an eighth day in the week just for you, what would you do? And people invariably don't know how to answer that. Um, so it's really interesting when you when you look at community from the sense of what we need as individuals. And if we can if we can resource ourselves as individuals and then we can turn up in community and actually really be a valued member and ask for what we need and really engage really well. So are we getting worse at engaging as well and that actual kind of that that low level casual social interaction? I, I think so. I mean, I think COVID probably impacted a lot of people, but I think we know that data seems to be coming in. I mean, I'm 45 and, and we're told that we're the first age that are parenting the truly digital first age, you know, that they mm. really come out of, you know, the womb with iPads almost. And we know from the data that their emotional intelligence is nosediving, their problem solving skills. Yeah. yeah, that is happening. And I think, I think it's, I think it's true for our generation. I mean, you 
look around, if you're, you know, even if people are on a bus or walking around, even walking down, people are on their phones all the time. People aren't looking at each other. People aren't engaging. So I think as an art of conversation, it is dwindling a bit. I think hopefully our generation are a little bit better at it. But I definitely think it it, it runs the risk of becoming a dying art if we don't do something about it. Yeah. OK, so so people are thinking, OK, that's all very well. But like, does this woman not know I'm busy and so yeah. practical <laughs> things people can do. You talked before. Yeah. And it really struck people, I think, about the idea of the, that Friday afternoon yes. gathering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So quite kind of organically, it happened. A group of mums that we that we knew each other locally in the village where we live. We agreed that one Friday a month, uh, one of us would host uh, and everybody would just come over. And you just, you know, took us as you find it. It could have been a pizza from Centra. Somebody might have been able to put on a bowl of pasta. It didn't matter. The house could have been immaculate. It could have been upside down. It didn't matter. Okay. You just arrived and everybody brought something. And then you did it kind of every, every once a month, you knew that, you know, you'd host and then the other three Fridays you had an afternoon to look forward to community. The kids would play when people were stuck then, maybe if somebody was going back to work and needed kind of a three day week or a four day week, people could alternate childcare and help a little bit until things got set up. If someone was running to the shops, there was one or two people live nearby, you know, or you're cooking and you need an onion, you know, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just being able to have these, um, these more drop in, I suppose, than what we were talking about. But, but you so know, that but if it's not naturally happening anymore, yeah, somebody can, maybe take the initiative exactly. and say, look. We yeah. can do it. And I think, you know, we, we set up, I set up um, on the road that actually I we just moved out of, but we set up the WhatsApp group and we, you know, I think Street Feast is a brilliant um, organisation that encourage people to get out on the road. I think if your neighbours are away and you see, you know, put their bins out for them, collect their post for them, maybe ask somebody to do the same for you. You know, that whole thing, if you're running to the shop, does anybody need anything? I think during COVID, we saw a lot of people maybe getting to know their neighbours a little bit better yeah. and certainly our elderly neighbours. Um, but I think it's slid a little bit now with more and more people going back into the office. But I think it's important, you know, to try and make that initiative or if, or if you're feeling shy and vulnerable, at least respond if somebody else does. And it doesn't have to be that you text the whole street, you know, maybe just, you know, one or two neighbours and let it build like that Um and it really is so much better. We know from the Blue Zone research that people who have a sense of community and purpose ling- live longer and are happier in their lives. So it's worth doing. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's it. If one person says, um, yeah, yeah help me <laughs> or, you know, why Respond. don't we do something? Yeah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so if, and, and your, your um, workshops and stuff in this area, people can go to your website, leishamagrad.com, yeah. is that right? Yeah, it's yeah. L-E-I-S-H-A. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, listen, always a little bit inspirational. So, uh, <laughs> Thank let, you. So you know what? Do it. Some, do it out there now. Somebody <laughs> put that text on the WhatsApp group. Say, I, I, I need some help. Okay, Leisha McGrath, thank you very much.